welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you are here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Hello and welcome in, my beautiful friend. I'm really excited about today's episode. I absolutely know it's perfect for you to hear today. Do you want to know how I know for sure? Well, I received an amazing email from a friend of mine letting me know that she was binging old episodes of this podcast with titles that caught her eye because she was going through what she described as a valley moment in her life and various episodes were helping her out. I wrote her back to thank her naturally, but I also pointed out something very cool. Days before she had even written to me, I had begun writing for this episode today, and the episode was already named, and I was rolling along in the writing process. God had prompted me to name this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Valley Girls. How flippin' cool is that? I had no idea I was going to get an email from a friend going through what she described as a valley moment after I had already named this episode Valley Girls. But God already knew, and I know that He knows exactly who this episode is for. So I'm just going to let Him do what only He can do today and use these words to speak deep into your soul. It's absolutely incredible how he does that. It blows my mind week after week. So for you, my friend, you know who you are. This one's for you, my girl. Let's start today right out of the gate with a scripture verse that we are going to focus on. I love how encouraging this verse is and how assuring it is as well. For anyone feeling like you are in a valley moment, let this wash all over you. Psalm 23, verse 4. This is one you might know already. It goes like this. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The same verse in the message translation says, even when the way goes through death valley, I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. My sister, there are two things about this verse that jump out at me right away. One is that the valley is a imminent and crucial part of everyone's journey. And secondly, is that there is a sure way to find peace in that valley. So I want to focus on that second point first. In both translations, we hear about an object that helps us to feel secure. 
a rod, a staff, a crook. What the heck is that? Well, this verse is relating us to sheep. Now, don't get offended because it also relates Jesus as our shepherd. So let's talk about us as sheep for a few minutes, okay? It's that comparison of us as sheep. And what do we know about sheep? Well, did you know that sheep actually can't survive independently? Ever consider that the fluffy white sheep that little Bo Peep chummed around with actually doesn't exist in the wild? Have you ever considered why? Well, it's exactly because they cannot survive on their own. They require a human shepherd to provide the constant caring and protection that is required for them to survive. Sheep left unsupervised end up in all sorts of trouble. They get lost and wander. They depend on someone who will keep them from roaming too far and encountering danger. Isn't that a little like us? I know we don't like being called sheep, but in this regard, we sort of are. When we're left unsupervised, we tend to wander. And that is why I know personally that without my good shepherd, Jesus Christ, I too would be lured into wandering and blind to the dangers all around me. I would get chewed up and spit out by this big bad world if I didn't have the love and protection of my good shepherd day in and day out. As we talked about last week when we looked at young David who would slay the mighty giant Goliath with a single stone, we know that shepherds weren't meek and mild loners. Nope, they were brave, courageous, and mighty leaders of their entire flock. Part of a shepherd's uniform, what they used was a crook, which was a walking stick of sorts, shaped sort of like a giant candy cane. It was used in various ways, to fend off predators, to help navigate rocky terrain, but also to catch sheep around the neck and guide them back to where they needed to be going. That is why our verse says that thy rod and staff, they comfort me. Our shepherd does not use force with us. He doesn't beat us down with his shepherd's crook. No, he gently urges us back with his constant rerouting, caring, and attention. He doesn't want us to go wandering. He keeps us near to him, which is where our safety is. The shepherd provides for the needs of his sheep and is always there with them to protect them and help them in times of danger. The sheep learn to trust and obey the shepherd. As they experience the goodness and kindness and safety that comes from the shepherd, they learn that they can trust his voice as he leads them and calls them to follow him. Jesus says in John chapter 10, verses 27 and 28, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. No one will snatch them out of my hand. How encouraging to know that even when you are walking through the scariest, loneliest, most intimidating valley possible, that you are not alone. If you decide to remain close to your shepherd, he will continually redirect you back to the path you are meant to be on. And he promises that if you follow him, listen to his voice and stay near, that no one will snatch you out of his hand. Girl, you are safe in this valley because you are walking through it with your good shepherd. Secondly, 
Something I had never noticed before about our verse today caught my attention. In the message translation of Psalm 23.4, I'm going to read it again. It says, even when the way goes through Death Valley, I am not afraid when you walk at my side. Here's the part I want to zoom in and focus on. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. Sister, I want you to see this as I'm seeing this. So I want you to write this down. You need to see it in words. And I want you to keep it near to you. Let's repeat. Even when the way, girl, write the way with a capital letter at the beginning of each word because Jesus is the way. John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So let's read that verse, that translation again, one more time and put Jesus as the way. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. My sister, that means that Jesus's way goes through the valley. We are often misled to believe that a life focused on following Christ is going to be easy and free of struggle. No, 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 it won't be. The path that Jesus walks is hard. The road that he travels is not for the faint of heart. Yet why are we compelled to take it? Why walk this path that leads to a narrow gate that is difficult when so many others decide to take the easy and wide road that leads to destruction? Why do we choose the way that leads through the valley? Why? Because it's the only way that keeps you close to Jesus. It's the place where you find Jesus. It's the only place that keeps you close to him and offers the protection of your good shepherd. Jesus wants you close to him. And if you want to be close to him, then his way goes through the valley. Girl, get to stepping. That's where you want to be. Don't complain about the valley you're in. Don't feel fear in the valley you're in. Realize that you're in the valley because that's the way Jesus is taking you. You're with him. You might be thinking right now that I'm a little wonky. Like, why would I try to pump you up about being in the valley? Isn't the mountaintop where we are aspiring to get to? My friend, you will never reach the mountaintop if you don't first spend some time in the valley. Mountaintops are few and far between. It's actually in the valleys of life that we will spend most of our time. When you think about the ebb and flow of a lifetime, if you were to hook up your lifetime to a heart monitor so you could see a visual representation of the peaks and valleys in your own life, you are going to see that comparatively, there are more valleys than there are peaks. These epic moments of your life, the days your kids were born, or the day you got married to your best friend, the day you paid off your mortgage or got your dream house, or the day you graduated and got that diploma, the day you successfully launched that business or landed your dream job, all those mountaintop moments are things that don't happen on the daily. The key here is to realize that you need to find beauty in the valley. 
that's where you're going to be spending a lot of time. So why not have the mindset of finding what is actually beautiful in all of this? Valley girls don't dread the valley. They realize that this is where life exists. Growth happens in the valley. And it's actually where you're going to spend most of your time living. Think about the fact that at the top of a mountain, you find little to no life. The higher you rise above the tree line, the less greenery you find. And lush pastures quickly turn to lichen and moss that gradually phase out into barren rock, snow, and ice. Animals typically tend to live much lower on a mountain. And we all know that the streams only flow in the valley or down the mountainside towards it. The flowers, trees, shrubs, and grasses grow best lower on the mountain close to the water source, partially shaded throughout the day and protected by the mountains alongside them. Getting to the mountaintop moments of your life is important. The views you can see from the top and feeling the exhilaration is a crucial part to life. It's a crucial part to a life lived fully. However, just like upon any real mountain, you wouldn't be able to stay there permanently. The conditions aren't right to thrive. The wind, cold, lack of resources, and isolation would leave you feeling afraid, alone, and underprovided for after a short period of time. Mountaintops are made to catch glimpses of glory before heading back into the valley. Mountaintops are not meant to be permanent, girl. They're not meant to be where you spend your life. You are made to live in the valley, rise up the mountain, see the glory, go back down. It's the ebb and flow of life. It's in the valley that you will find your good shepherd waiting to protect you. It's in the valley that you will discover abundant resources and all that is necessary to help you thrive. It's in the valley you will build strength and resilience as you train for your next climb. It's in the valley that you develop patience as you can see the mountain peak, but you know it's going to be a while until you get up there again. I challenge you today to stop thinking of your valley as a dark and scary place. I encourage you to start repeating and meditating on our scripture verse today. Again, it's Psalm 23, verse 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The sun may not be shining in your valley today, but sister, it will shine again. Your valley is not meant to be a scary place. It's meant to be a place where you can draw near to your good shepherd. In this place, he will provide for you exactly what it is you need to fuel you for your climb up your next summit. He knows exactly when you will be ready. But until then, he's asking you to stay near and allow his protection to surround you. One last scripture for you to jot down today that's going to help you in your valley moment. I love this one too, and I wanted to include it at the end of today's episode. It's also from Psalms or Psalm 91 chapter one. It says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. My friend, 
Let's pray together now, okay? God, you are the foundation upon which we build our life. You are our source of protection and strength. You fight for us, protect us, and lead us through harsh times. Lead us through that valley that can sometimes feel so scary and overwhelming. With you, we are never alone or abandoned. Help us to navigate our valley today, no matter how dark or lonely or intimidating it feels. Lord, help us to see the beauty that surrounds us even within the valley. Help us to notice the life that flourishes here, the character that we develop here, and the strength that we gain here as we train for our next mountaintop moment. Lord, we know that it's easy to think that living on the mountaintop would be the best option, but please help us to realize today that the mountaintop is only meant to be a temporary place for us to stand. We are actually made for life dwelling in the valley with you as you show us the way, your way, and guide us throughout life. Thank you for being our source of courage and salvation. Thank you for guiding us and keeping us near to you. Thank you for being our good, good shepherd and keeping your valley girls from wandering away like those lost sheep that we would be on our own. We love you and we thank you for life in your valley. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, girl, I hope that that put a pep in your step and a different spin on life in the valley. Just like I talked about last week, we spend most of our time in the day-to-day, in those work days and those weekdays. And if we simply shift our mindset to see and seek the good in those places and those times, gosh, is it ever cool how Jesus can show us what the purpose is in this place and in this season. And instead of dreading being in the valley, we can actually start thinking about how This is where we are being molded and changed to become those versions of us that God knew when he created us, right? It's sometimes in the struggle and in the storm and in the shadows that we are developing into who we are meant to be when we step out into the light or step out onto that mountain peak at some point in the future. Don't worry, girl, the mountaintop moment is coming again. It's that ebb and flow of life we mentioned. But while we're in the valley today, let's be a valley girl. Let's stay close to our good, good shepherd. He's not going to let us wander if we are willing to draw near. My friend, thank you again for joining me today, for taking a chance, hitting play today. I don't know what God is putting on your heart through all of this, but I have no doubt that he is doing something in your soul right now. It's that soul food that you need for today. So I'll let you get to living it, living it fully, and I will meet you back here again next Tuesday. Would you join me? Have a wonderful week. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 